I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing all this old mariner uh, has by having the opportunity to be in your home or wherever you're listening to our program from by means of radio. We'll be in the book of 2 Corinthians today, 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11. We're going to talk about maintaining a spiritual balance. You ever seen someone and you said, you know, that's not a very balanced person, you know. And uh, I think it's important to be balanced. And I think only God can cause you to be that. We say many times as far as life itself is concerned, I'm like an old vessel hidden across life's sea. I don't want to be a vessel that's leaning to the starboard or leaning over to the port because you go through a storm and you're experiencing spiritual listing. It might cause the vessel to sink, maintaining a spiritual balance. Thank you for just being there. We say today, sometimes our program is heard early in the morning, late at night, whenever. God bless you for being there. I'm thankful to the station that airs our program here. Hey, if you ever like to correspond with us, if you call the station, they'll give you a physical address. You can write to us and I can get that letter. I would like that and I'll get something back to you. If you have access to the computer, it's just F O M M dot o-r-g f-o-m period org and that'll bring you directly to us you kind of shop around a little bit don't look at the pictures we say that often don't do that and there's something we can do to help you we certainly would be desirous of doing so second corinthians chapter 2 and verse 11 it says lest satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices how simple can you get? People say, I don't understand the Bible, Brother Mon. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you're not giving the Bible a chance. And it says, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. Who is Satan? That's right. That's our adversary. That's our enemy. Lest he should get an advantage of us. Then he gets advantage of people, correct? Uh, you said, uh, what's going to keep him from getting an advantage of us? All right. He has devices. D-E-V-I-C-E-S, for we are not ignorant of his devices, all right? But many people are. As far as ignorant of his devices, what, what, what is he talking about? You know, isn't Satan, you know, a very powerful person, well, of course. And uh, we have him uh, showing up here in Genesis chapter 3, all the way here to about Revelation chapter 20. And as far as Satan is concerned, all of his devices are seen there. We're not ignorant of his devices if you study the Word of God and if you listen to oh, listen to a lot of gospel preaching, you know. And as far as the devices of Satan, a lot of people misunderstand what they are. Already he said this, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we're not ignorant of his devices. I don't want the devil to get an advantage of me. He's my enemy. I want to see the device. Sometimes Christians, many people think the devil's devices are just, we think about 
alcohol. We think about immorality, gambling, drugs. You know, a lot of people say, I don't do those things, you know. I'll be honest with you. I don't think you're on the victory side because you abstain from those things. You said, why? Because the devil's devices are not only those things that we describe as being big sins. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So you say, well, what uh, within the context, what is he talking about? One of the things is in verse 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 10. Now, I'm not to allow Satan to get an advantage of me. I'm not ignorant of his devices. I should not have gotten caught in that trap. I can see the trap. The Word of God has shown me where the trap was. But yet I step right in it, you know. Now the devil has got me in some way or in some form. I should be ashamed of myself. What is one of these devices? Verse 10, 2 Corinthians 2, 10. All right, he talks about to whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. What? What are you talking about? Forgiveness? Oh, I've seen Christians say, I never drop, I never drank a, an ounce of alcohol in my life. Never been guilty of immorality. I don't smoke, I don't chew, and I don't go around with a bunch that do. But yet in their heart, they have an unforgiving spirit. Here he talks about forgiveness. And it seems as if you're not a forgiving person, my friend, it's one of the devices of de the devil to get at you. We think about forgiveness when somebody does something to you that's wrong. As far as your vessel is concerned, it sort of leans you over. It hurts, does it not? Oh, that's a burden. Somebody told lies. You know, have you ever had somebody tell some lies on you? I tell you, I've been accused of things that, uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I wouldn't have even thought of doing, you know? And as far as accusations is concerned, we hear these things, and, and it hurts, and it sort of leans us over to the side a little bit. You said, what do you do? The person that has done that. We just forgive them, and what happens? The boat oop, just levels back up again. Uh, the Lord just helps us with this burden, if you understand what I'm talking about. So we think about one of the devices of Satan is to have an unforgiving spirit. How about, are you possessed of that? Is there somebody you can't stand? i got a lot of people I don't like. But it really is not the person, it's their ways. You understand what I mean? Really, as far as the person is concerned, and I'm talking about Christian people, first of all, I, uh, I'm commanded to love that particular person. I try my best to do that, but boy, their ways. Oh, some of the things that they do, you know. And I've had people do me wrong. What do you do? You forgive them. How can you maintain a spiritual balance? This was seen in the life of numerous people in the Bible. Remember the story of Mary and Martha? You know, I don't have time to go into that. But, you know, Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus, and Martha was trying to fix a meal. And Martha said, send her in here so she can help me. Uh, you know, uh, my fingers are worn to the bone with trying to provide this food. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha. You know, what happened to Martha? Was she a wicked person? Oh, no. She was just emphasizing the physical more than the spiritual. And she said, Mary had chosen the good part. Come in here, Martha. Sit at my feet so that I can teach you a spiritual balance. I want to be a balanced person. I don't want to get to where, you know, as far as the flesh is concerned, I've, I'm just, I'm listening to one side. How do you maintain a spiritual balance? Let's illustrate it like a vessel real quick, okay? Well, you'd have to be built right. He said, what do you mean, built right? You know, as far as Satan himself is concerned, I'll be honest with you. Uh, we think about God, especially God's children, God's Children should desire to be built 
by this heavenly carpenter. We think about our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't he a wise master builder? But you know, I've seen even a lot of Christian people. They almost say something like this: "You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a self-made man." You, you what? You're a self-made person, you know? Some people have said even uh, people who profess no faith in Christ, but yet they have some belief in God. They said, I am the captain of my soul. I'm the master of my fate. You build your own vessel, I tell you what, <laughs> you're going to look a mess. What? You're going to look like a ship that's out at sea and it's leaning over sideways. What a horrible look. And you can tell those types of people just by talking to them. You need to be built right. This is why it's important to have God to build and develop your life. That's why as a Christian is concerned, you need to be in a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church that you might grow in grace. And then as far as these programs on this radio, you can listen to the Word of God preached over and over and over and over again. My friend, you can be built right so that when you're put in the water of life, Oh, God's built that vessel just right. It just sits and floats just right, not to the starboard, not to the port. It's just really, it's just spiritually balanced. That particular person, have you ever heard this, is level-headed. I, I like that. Are you a product of the world or of the great carpenter? You need to be also powered right. What is that? Where do you put the power at in a boat? All right, do you put it on the right side or the left? the motor. Maybe the motor may weighs 10,000 pounds. On a 50-foot boat, where would you put it? To the port side or the starboard side? You said in the middle. Why, of course. So as far as my life is concerned, Christ needs to be at the center of my life. And he lives within me in the person of the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit of God is in my heart. And I'm supposed to be in power, fueled by the Holy Spirit, amen? Not powered by the world, the flesh, and the devil, because if I were so... I'd be lopsided. I want to be a balanced person. I need to load right. As far as my boat is concerned, you said, what do you mean? My life? Do I have, Am I like a boat that's carrying a load? Well, of course. You have your burdens. People carry heavy burdens. Not only do we carry our own burdens, the book of Galatians, what's it, chapter 6? It says, bear ye one another's burdens. You better, you better watch as to these burdens as to where they're placed at in your life, so to speak. You know what I'm talking about. You have to be loaded right. I was on a ferry not too long ago. As far as this ferry is concerned, it could hold about 250 cars. What if you put all those cars on one side of that ferry? What would happen? Yes, it would turn upside down. So as far as the, the believer is concerned, sometimes we're just, you know, we're just loaded down, you know, but yet you say, well, what can... What can help me with this balance? Jesus said in Matthew 11, verse 28, 29, 30, he said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. My friend, the Lord can out. We think about uh, a burden being, you know, more than I can handle. You know, God has promised us that he's not going to let us get to that point. Tempted above that, we are able. He's going to offset the burdens in life with he himself coming in and giving strength. I need to be loaded right. Then I need to unload right also. You know, a lot of God's people give and they give and they give and they give. I bet I'm talking to some right now. And they give and they give. They give of themselves until they're famished. They didn't unload in the right way. You know, a ship that is light, doesn't have anything on it. You know, it's, it's dangerous. You know, sometimes we experience what we call burnout. 
it's in the secular world as well as in the religious world, so to speak, and using religious uh, in the right way whereby I hope you can understand. You said, what are you talking about? People give and give and give and give and give and give. And when you give out, there needs to be something put back in its place. We think about people in the Bible. We think about Moses. Moses gave and he gave and he gave and he gave and he gave to the point whereby, my friend, he got so barren in the one time, one part of his life, he just disobeyed God, did something he should not have done. He unloaded all right, but the wrong way. Are you built by the heavenly builder? Are you powered the strength of the Holy Spirit, the very center <laughs> part of your life, your heart, not by the world, the flesh, or the devil. You know, as far as load is concerned, you hadn't load, loaded yourself down too far, have you, my friend? Oh, don't do that. There is a point, my friend, as far as this load is concerned. And don't, don't overdo that. Make sure the load fits just to the right places in your life that you can bear it. When it comes time to unload and unload and unload, my friend, don't get to the point of famish. Don't get to the point of burnout. God wants some people who are just spiritually balanced, where when you talk with them, you see they're not leaning one way or leaning the other. I've seen people who say, Brother Mon, I read 40 pages of the Bible a day. I said, how much do you pray? I said, not, not, not much. Hey, Brother Mon, I uh, said, I, you know, as far as prayer is concerned, I, I've, I've been now to where I can spend a couple of hours in prayer. I said, how much of the Word of God do you read? Well, not, not much. Oh, that has to balance, does it not? The Word of God, prayer. God talking to you, you talking with God. I want to maintain a spiritual balance in my life. Now, until next week, the same time, Fisher Mon saying goodbye.